Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Hope you are very, very well. Steve Edge is here. Um, now, there was a great story, Steve. I don't know if you saw this uh, in the paper recently. Uh, where a homeowner slammed a furniture company after they abandoned a failed attempt to deliver a new sofa. There's a right. brilliant picture. I mean, not if it's your house, of course. No. Why am they? Couldn't it, get it in? They couldn't get it... Rem corners? Uh, are they getting it in? Or, I think they're trying to get it out from the looks yeah. of things. Oh, are they trying to get it in? No, they must be trying to get it in because it's still got plastic on. So oh, yeah. um, it's, they've basically just left it jammed on the stairs. Oh, uh, Luke Ansell uh, yeah. had uh, just moved into his brand new home last month when he bought a £2,000 couch. That is a nice couch. It is as well. Yeah. It's a lovely, like, old-fashioned sort of... Is. Was, yeah. Generally, we've got to sit in a very uncomfortable position to use it. Um, and it was delivered on January 19th. Uh, the 27-year-old uh, says, despite delivery men assuring him that they made tight deliveries all the time, the pair mm. from designersofasforyou.co.uk failed to get the new sofa bed up a narrow staircase before just abandoning it. Well, they just stopped. They just went... Uh... They just left it, yeah. Photos of the shocking attempt... Attempted deliveries show how the pair left huge holes in the staircase plasterwork and damage to the woodwork before leaving. The fast drew comparison with an episode of the TV comedy Friends, uh, where have you ever seen that episode where it's no, oh, it's, it's the great. one with the sofa. Is that what it's called? I think it's called the one with the cop actually. But oh. uh, it's uh, yeah, the couch gets stuck on a staircase and Ross just keeps shouting, "Pivot, pivot!" Oh, yes, I have seen that. But yeah, it's yeah, a famous yeah. clip. Yeah, uh, Luke says he refused to sign the delivery forms after they recommended cutting off his banister and then insisting that they had to leave so they could get uh, home to the company's office on time. He says the company later rejected his accounts of events when he complained with the delivery man allegedly nah, 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 <laughs> I mean, there's literally pictures Rejected. here. Here's a picture of me. <laughs> now nah, you've just photoshopped that. That's made up. Oh, my goodness. Uh, with the delivery man allegedly denying they even they ever tried to get up a staircase, despite Luke talking having... About. I've never even been to that bloke's house. Photos <laughs> of them at the scene. Uh, newlywed Luke, who runs a pet grooming service for the love of dog, uh, just an extra thing there that didn't need to be mentioned, uh, with his wife Eloise, said the service was shocking. Honestly, it was unbelievable. The sofa was over £2,000, and they caused about that much damage delivering it. They got here, I showed them where I wanted it upstairs, I said that it looked quite tight, but they assured me that they do tight deliveries all the time. I just said, well, you're the experts. Mm. They are the delivery company, after all, so I just left them to it. They bought it in, they struggled to get it over the banister, eventually got it in, but then it got jammed, couldn't get it up any further. Oh. They said, look, we've got to go back to Birmingham, and left. <laughs> they, asked, they asked me to sign delivery, but I refused. My goodness. There's nothing worse than trying to get something up some stairs. Oh, like, I know. When, that point when you you know it can't be done and you have to give up. Yeah. That's the bit. That's such Horrible. a sad moment. Because you're like, it, I can't leave it here. But I, I know. Can't. My Uncle Stephen's you know, just... Hence why I smashed this you know, G-plan oh, sideboard yeah, up. That, I'm, but yeah, I'm using it now. It's all back together. <laughs> it's all fixed. I'm, I'm working off it right now. So it can be done. But it I have ruined all the plaster on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the company based in Birmingham told the BBC it was carrying out an internal investigation. Mm. Uh, the BBC says the firm emailed Mr Ansell disputing his version of what happened, claiming the sofa had been left in a safe place on the landing. Uh, it's definitely mm. not in a safe place, yeah. and it's definitely not it's on the almost landing. Almost on the landing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it offered to replace the damaged sofa as a goodwill gesture. It's not the sofa. It's the sofa no. and the walls and everything else. Oh, man, that is absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, you've really got to... 
you've, I don't know. You've got you've, you've got to know where it's going. My uncle Stephen uh, is is having some work done at the moment. He's getting a, and he's having something done up on the top. And the guy there, as because they've got to have like a maybe a windy stair or a twin, yeah. uh, like a small oh, yeah, stair yeah. going up. And he said, uh, any any uh, uh, furniture that you want up there, we put it up get there now before we put the staircase in. Yeah. Because yeah. once that's in, it's just that's a hole. Thing. Yeah. It so you've got to sense. decide now what you want on that top floor well, forever. Yeah. And also what you what you prepare to leave when you move. Yeah, because you can't take it with you. You know. No. You mm. Chop it into bits, like I did. My goodness. But, you know. Yeah. My goodness. But yeah, def- well worth having a little look uh, online at that, that picture, that sofa crammed down the stairs. It is. Oh, it makes you shiver. Kathy says, having my home renovated, Jace, uh, I had a new concrete floor in the dining room. Then I had the damp proof completed, which also included new skirting boards. I complained that the skirting board by the door was damaged and didn't meet at the top. All it needed was a fresh piece cut in and replacing the damaged piece. I walked in to find a man with a hammer trying to make the floor lower so he didn't have to cut a new piece of skirting. Lazy man's load. Lazy man's load. You made a bigger job there. Yeah, yeah, it really has. No need for that. Yeah, no. Jenna Williams says, had a roofer come to look at a leak only this week, arrived two hours late and said he didn't have a ladder. Well, I mean, I would say that's that's one of the basic things you need if you're a... If you're a roofer, yeah. No, it's a similar thing. I had one this week. I know he said I'll be there in half an hour and he was two hours late. And then he said, I'll I'll do a little quote, send it tomorrow. Still not heard anything. That was a week ago. Don't want, so, it. Don't, don't want a job. I've, I've definitely had a couple of jobs where they've give such an astronomical figure that I just think, oh, they just don't, don't want to do this You're job. busy, aren't you? You're busy, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, don't want to oh, do okay. it. Uh, so Jenna says, then when stood examining the ceiling in my living room, he asked me if I actually used the room in my two-room flat. He was surrounded by two sofas, a TV, desk, the usual. No, I'm just, just these are all just there for show, mate. Yeah, just yeah, for show. it's a set. Uh, and Leanne Rees says, we had someone to paint the outside of the house, came home to find they'd painted the dog by accident. How can you what? paint a... What? <laughs> How's yeah. that happened? Well, has the dog just been like asleep by the wall and they've just gone... <laughs> just thought it was an ornament. <laughs> Painting around it. Yeah. Wow. The crime scene. That's sort of... Yeah, that's sort of in, kind of incredible. Painted the dog. Painted the dog. Or Did maybe the dog they were painting up, up on another floor, and then the paint was dripping down, maybe. Or maybe it was like a spray. They were doing like a spray, and the dog walked past them, ah, and, that, and that there was an outline of a boop, like a yeah. dog on the wall. <laughs> he is up in the air. <laughs> you see that sometimes, don't you, on the, on the road, you know, when they do like double yellows, and it's straight all, all the way through, and every so often you just see like a little yeah. wobble. Yeah. You just had a little someone's show. John! Oh, yeah. oh, oh sorry. Do you want to see or what? Yeah. Oh, yes. I'll be there in a minute. Too late now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last one for this link, let's say. David Cowan says, happened just this week to us. A well-known okay. click and collect oh. store delivered a new sofa bed for our son. They walked in, dumping two large boxes across our hall, blocking themselves in. So just left by the back door, leaving the box. They couldn't blocking. get out. <laughs> just so they went through the back. And they just left it. No one they else could the... get in or out unless no. they use the back door. Oh, Leaving the boxes, no. blocking the living room door, trapping my wife and son in the room. Suffice to say, best night's sleep I've had in a while. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but my goodness, I can. I bet he left a good, good review on the, on the <laughs> yeah. website. Yeah, straight on and order something else. Uh, Karen Millen says, we were having our bathroom redone. At that time, we only had one bathroom. Uh, he swanned off on a Friday afternoon, said he would be back Monday morning, and on, only after he left did I realise we had no toilet for the weekend, just an empty bucket left behind. 
Oh. Well, at least he left the bucket. I know, but he could have mentioned it, couldn't he? He could have mentioned it to be. Well, fair, have a nice yeah. weekend. I see. I left the bucket. What? What? What did you say? <laughs> What's that? Oh. Oh, by the way, he's not talking. Hmm? As he's driving past. Oh yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, that's annoying. That's annoying. I'm trying to think yeah. around this house because we we had very good builders actually, uh, and yeah. we recommended to a lot of people. But it, they did do that thing where. I don't know if anyone's had this done, where they're having something big done, like a, an extension or renovating yeah. something, and the big exciting, i.e. expensive stuff, yeah. is like when they really go for it and they're brilliant. And then the little bits, like eight weeks later, where you go, I think that tile's a little bit unlevel with the other one. Yeah. That is the bit that they, they can't necessarily be bothered. To yeah, do no, that's, not their, that's not their main that's thing. They've already been paid, haven't they? You know with your wife, well. they sort of sided with your wife as well, didn't they? So any oh, decision 100%. you made... No, no, she's right, Jay. Yeah, you can't do that. And it was yeah. like you didn't, yeah, so. 100%. And I, I yeah. didn't even, the, the odd time when they asked me something, I go, why are you even asking me? Yeah, you know what you're going to do? You're going to go and grass to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to you choose the grout colour that she did. And, I, you know, exactly. when I came up the other week, it's still going on, isn't it? It is still mentioned that she, and she gave you the tour of our yeah. house. Do you think that grout looks right? And I was like, I think it looks brilliant, but I'm colourblind. I don't know. So I don't, you know. Yeah, but you still went, you still sided with it, even though you're colourblind. Said, does it look nice? I mean, what I said, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm you not, knew. Say, you should have done the tour. You should have been going. I Would that look better white? And I'd have gone, yeah, probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know your game. Nicola Vance says, just before an estate agent came round, I remembered a tip I'd read to get rid of melted wax on carpets. Oh yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Just before we came round. Oh, that's just popped into my head. Just no, place no, but brown. I think sometimes if you're... I've done this. So I've rented a house mm. and there was what candle wax on the floor and you, you put newspaper on it and you iron it and it's meant to go into the newspaper. That's what she it's says, just, yeah. Just place brown paper yeah, over and, and iron I, I can, it. I, and I also probably know what happens next. It happens to us, go what happened. It apparently only works on wool carpets and just melts a big hole into a synthetic one. That's exactly what happens, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, I'd use it with newspaper and it left like a, a load of print into the, like, melted into the carpet. <laughs> so uh, you couldn't really see it before, but now suddenly it said it's something got like. a headline over it. Yeah, Barry Silver. Wax video melted leaked. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then we just put a fruit bowl over it because it was sort of near the fireplace. Put little, oh, there was like a there was a thing down there with tea lights and just pop that on there. So it looks like a thing then. Long yeah. gone. Yeah. It's fine. They're going to get new This is about anyway. fifteen years ago. They're not going to come with us now. Nah, you're fine. <laughs> As we know, there's some fabulous tradespeople all over the country. Some brilliant people doing yeah. good, honest work. But there mm -hmm. are some absolute brutes. Yep. Knocking what, around as well. Yeah. What would you say the percentages? <laughs> good, good, I bad. Would, that's. I would say. More, say let's, it, not, let's not do percentage. Is it more in favour of the bad guys or the good guys? Oh, no, I'd say it's more in favour of good. Yeah? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now, but I, yeah, definitely now, when, I was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. when I was growing up in the yeah. 80s and 90s, mm. I would say... Well, you your uncles pushed, used to run that. That's what, uh, I, was, yeah. I include my own family in this. Yeah, they, they have pushed the barrier to another level. <laughs> so I, maybe I'm biased <laughs> in the favour of, of, the, of the rogue trader. Yeah, they were, they were on another level. Yeah, and of course you hosted the show Rogue Trader for so many years. Yeah, for so many years, yeah, yeah, me and my mate, me. <laughs> Julie Long says, uh, a guy came round to measure up for a quote uh, for new flooring, apart from being nearly an hour late. There's a lot of this going on, isn't there? Yeah, what is that? A lot of lateness. 
A lot of lightness. Uh, He then asked to borrow a tape measure as he'd forgotten his. He then realised he'd left his pen and notepad in his van. Once he'd finally sorted himself out, he left, telling me I'd have the quote within 24 hours. I'm still waiting five years later. Yeah. I think I I might have to give up and use someone else. No, send him an email. I am, mate. Just just chasing (laughs) up that quote quote? from five years ago. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and I was having my kitchen done. I lifted the floor, but the, the gas needed to be done underneath. There's like a little, sort of about four foot deep underneath the kitchen. It's not a yeah. cellar, it's a thing, but that's where the gas goes in and stuff. Mm. And I had this fellow, and he said, yeah, I'll come round. He took ages to come round. And then when he did come round, I, I ripped all the floorboards up so you could see access and everything. And he went, mm. sorry I've been so long, mate. I've had, uh, I've had the COVID. I went, all oh, right, sounds terrible, mate, so forth. And he went, I said, yeah, and I've ripped the floorboards up. So I think the gas, you've got to bring it along that way. He went, yeah. I won't go down there now because my breathing's not great because of the COVID. I was like, mate, what are you here for? <laughs> You've turned up three weeks late and now you're not even going to do the job because you say you're not well. Well, don't come. Mate, when? Don't come to my house. <laughs> yeah, don't bring your COVID here. <laughs> Catherine Floyd says, we had a new oven installed and as it didn't quite fit, the guy gave it a good kick. Oh. A few hours later, in the smell of gas, he'd kicked the oven back and it knocked off the gas pipe to the hob. Oh my, that's terrifying. I mean, shocking. That is shocking, that. Uh, Jenny Baker says, Reminds me of my early 20s when I was moving into a house with two friends. We got a bed frame stuck halfway up the stairs when we were moving in. Had to call my dad to come and help. He just used brute strength and shoved a big hole in the ceiling to force it up. We live with that hole for the rest of the time we live there. There you go. You do, don't you, though? You just think, I'll be all right. Even now, there's like... You know, I used the loo this morning, and there's, I think I've mentioned to you this before, Steve, there is a, a splodge of plaster yeah. on the tiles that's come down. It might even be paint. I've never even touched it. <laughs> I see it every day. Yeah. And every day I think, I need to sort that. Yeah. If it's on a tile, I mean, it'll probably just come clean off. Yeah, just come I'll probably scrape it off with my yeah, fingernail. But just... Credit card, yeah, probably get it straight off. But... I'm going to do it after this. Yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, because it do something. Yeah, get it, it just done. stays like for years I don't know what's wrong with me uh, Helen Conway says an engineer broke my radiator while putting the washing machine in he sat there with the radiator water spraying in his face chanting it's like a scene out of Friday night dinner uh, Beck Scaple says a tradie needed to come to mine the next morning as he didn't have the supplies he then informed me that I could leave the door unlocked and stay in bed if I just wanted to, so he could just sneak in yeah no, nah you know what I mean no, yeah, just knock on. I'll get up. I'll get up. Uh, I'm not <laughs> mad with the old sneaking in thing. <laughs> I had one actually um, years ago, and um, and I, I, I this has just come back to me actually. This is this is in an old house where I, I sort of left for the day. I sort of said, "Look, I'll be back about five-ish or whatever," and I popped out for the day. When I got back, he was doing some work in the garden and the driveway and all. That. When I got back, I um, I didn't notice it at first. But I went into the house. When I came out, I noticed that. Um, my wife, my ex-wife at the time, um, her car was on the road instead of on the driveway. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's weird. And I said to her, I said, have you moved, moved your car on the road? She went, no, no. Anyway, I said to the guy, I said, do you see you moved um, my wife's car onto the onto the road there? He said, oh, I did it. He said, I needed it to, to get here. I said, but how did you? He said, oh, I just came in the house and then got the car keys and then just drove the car. <laughs> I sort of left it because... Yeah. Oh, right, okay. You know, he needed he needed doing, but it was just a weird thing not to yeah, not ring and it. say, "Can I move?" Very odd. 
Very odd yeah. behaviour. Yeah. Uh, let's have one last one, shall we? Uh, Angie McCreary says, we were having a new bathroom in the ensuite, and because the builder couldn't find a shower cubicle the same size as the one we had now, he said, I'm going to knock your wardrobe out in your bedroom and put the shower in there. Knock you out, mate. <laughs> I'm going to knock your wardrobe out. <laughs> knock your wardrobe out. That shade's long, the ottoman, bang, bang, having it all. You do not want a, a shower in the bedroom. We've, we've had that, haven't we, at that hotel yeah, we, room? Yeah, we did, went on a little writing holiday when we were was about 20 years ago, <laughs> 20 wasn't it? 20 years ago, still not written And it. we got to this B&B that we'd, we didn't have a lot of money, so me and you yeah. were in a bed together we with we shared a, a bedroom, like Eric yeah. and Ernie. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. And there was, a, there was a shower cubicle at the bottom of the bed without any frosted glass. No just frosted glass. just a shower cubicle. <laughs> oh, happy days, eh? Happy days, good times. <laughs> <laughs> Matters. Big radio news this yes. last week. Big Ken news, Bruce. Ken yeah, Bruce. Uh, Ken Bruce uh, has uh, is leaving the BBC. They've managed. they managed to? This is massive. This is like uh, it's like Ronaldo when Ronaldo left United. Like it's, yeah. it's yeah. huge, huge. The sky is falling. Mm, it is. This is end of days, isn't it? But Ken Bruce, not is it? Well, no, because he's actually coming. To work over here, yes. He's he's bow he's a bower man now. Yeah, he's a bower man. Uh, yeah, he starts at uh, Greatest Hits in March. And Steve, he's only yeah. taking Popmaster with him. He's bringing it with him. Good. I didn't think that was allowed. I thought everything you come up with on the radio belongs. Like you know, if I ended up, let's say I got a job at Radio Five or something at some point mm. in the future, yeah. um, and I was like, right, okay, while I'm here, I want to do bin chat. Well, yeah. somebody from Absolute would ring up. Sorry, bin chat yeah. belongs to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, we keep him in chat. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was the way it worked, but no, no, no. Ken Bruce. No, Ken he's Bruce. Like, so what do you think of that? Try and stop me. He's he's obviously <laughs> taking it with him. <laughs> that was the fun. Yeah. Actually, Ken, you can't take Pop uh, Master with you, Ken. You come any closer, I break your legs. <laughs> you That's can't. what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happened. I think. <laughs> Makes right, me laugh my, every time. I'm bringing my agent. 4291. <laughs> 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 it's got to be both. It's got, it's got to be the same guy. Same guy. Um, what, what, so let's, have, let's have a little game of Popmaster. It's really do you hard. Do to pop do a master. bit of Popmaster? Yeah, let's have a game of Popmaster. Come on. Okay, let's have some questions. Okay. Well, yeah, you got some hey, questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can't remember, I, I can't remember how to do it. <laughs> hey, welcome to Popmaster with me, Ken Bruce. <laughs> it's like... Manford here with me <laughs> just above me tippity tapping around yeah because he'll be here in this well yeah. I mean we're not in the building but he'll be in Absolute yeah. Radio and yeah. his studio will be underneath yeah, the Absolute Studio man upstairs has put on a lot of weight for a film and he's coming <laughs> banging around <laughs> up there so hey I got some questions Idiots. go on then Okay. We got a pop. Are we allowed to pop master? Um, no, probably not. We're not allowed have to the change sting. that. Whoever did the sting was probably. Yeah. They probably worked for radio. They'll have to That's do another true. one. A demo. We allowed the pop master sting. Does that belong to BBC Radio? Yeah, I do. I do. I work my magic on something. We could work a version oh, okay. of that. Yeah, pop one in. Okay. Pop one in. Pop one in. For, for, for when it goes out. Okay, let's have a. And we don't know what this sounds like, so this is just for you, the listener. Uh, this is our version of the pop Here master sting. Legally speaking. <laughs> yeah, but we'll have a guess what it sounds yeah. like after it go in now. It's time for Jason and Steve on Popmaster. Popmaster. 
Alexa. Wow. Hey, that was good. That was, it. It was good. <laughs> have you gone with good? Oh, what have you gone good. with? Oh, well, we're disappointed. You could be Ken Bruce disappointed. Like, oh, that's disappointing. That doesn't... I don't know. Did it, I don't even know what he said. Okay. Right, go on. What's my pop Okay, pop mask, Jason Manford. Question go one. On. Which... Question one. What's your name one? Which... What 2001... I don't know if it sounds like him anymore. What 2001 number one by Jerry Halliwell was a cover of an 80s song by the Weather Girls. It's for any men? Aye, oh, three points to you. Yes, well come well. on. Got Colin from Guildford ringing up in a minute. What <laughs> is the name of the guitarist uh, with Genesis who formed the band Mike and the Mechanics? Little clue in the name oh. there, probably. <laughs> Mike something? I don't know. I don't have the answers, Jason. So um, let's just say he's Mike somebody. Mike, uh, Mike Scott. Yes, let's call him. No, let's have a look. We need. And I can't. I can't do pop master and not give you the. Yeah. Oh, you answer. don't know the answers? No, I've not got the answers. Oh, the questions. That's no good. I oh, know. Well, the them just sent me the questions. <laughs> Uh, this show's on its back. Mike, Mike Rutherford, isn't it? Mike oh, Rutherford. Rutherford. Mike I knew that. Rutherford. There we go. From Steve, we, Kent. Steve, we've got to I'm book our Steve. ideas. Or if, no, if the, I'm not if Steve. The, sorry, Ken. Steve, yeah. Ken. Steve, Ken. If, if Ken Bruce is going to be in the building, we've got to book our ideas up, mate. We can't no, be on the he'll same. He'll be doing Popmaster. We don't have to worry about doing Popmaster. I am worried, mate. No, Suddenly the a... godfather of radio's knocking about. Yeah, but this will only make him look... When he arrives now, they'll go, mate, it's harder than it looks. You you've, you should have seen what these jokers did last week. He was all over it, saying like... one point he said like Richard Wilson. He kept saying 4291. He didn't even have the answers. He didn't, he didn't even have the answers. I mean, the, half the answer was there. It was Mike and the mechanics. But he still had no idea. What he, he still had no idea. What's oh. interesting is, if I know the answer, because I did know the, obviously the first one, so mm. we'll go again anyway. Number three. Number three. <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's play a song. Oh, let's, let's have a break. Let's, let's have a break. Let people, we'll have a little break, Ken. Um, and let, uh, let, let's get our, our pop taking a jiggle brains. with me. I'm taking a jiggle with me. Stand <laughs> back. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. It's time for Jason and Steve on Popmaster. 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 Hello, welcome back to Absolute Radio with me, Ken Bruce, taking over from the Jason Manford Show. Uh, we've got Jason on the show at the moment. Hi, Ken. Hi. How's it going, Jason? Thanks for letting me come back on my own show. Oh, now right, you're don't, over don't, here don't, don't be toady. No one likes toady. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's so nasty, am I? He does do that sometimes. He, yeah. he doesn't like you, does he? He turns on you quite yeah, a lot. He did, he he did, did last turn time, on me. I remember, yeah. Okay. He turned on me on, on, the, on Popmaster and on Twitter later on when we... Did he? Well, remember, we did a little yeah, thing yeah. when we, we posted He turned on this. me a bit. It sounds nothing he, like me. He, he was a little bit dismissive. He did not appreciate it. He did it. not. I mean, that's a... Yeah. I mean, let's not have a go at him. He's going to be a work colleague soon. Let's. Yeah, we'll see him in the cafe, cafeteria, actually, won't we? You know, imitation is... The, what is it? Finest form of flattery. Form of flattery, yeah. That's exactly that's what we do. Yeah. Okay, question okay. three. Go on. In which year did the week's top three have the Russos phenomenon by Demi... He says Demi Russo, I think it's Demis. Demi Russos at number three. A little bit more by Dr. Hook at number two. And Don't Go Breaking My Heart by Elton John at Kiki D. <laughs> <laughs> The Russos phenomenon. Oh, what year gosh. was this? Um, the Russos I'm, phenomenon. 
give me just can, can you give me a clue? Is it what I'll decade give you, is it in? It's in the nineteen seventies. Okay, seventy six. Oh, bang on! Well done. Oh, oh, yes. Absolutely. Was that a guess? It was a guess. Of course, it was a guess. <laughs> 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 so angry, isn't he sometimes. He's so angry sometimes. Maybe that's why he needed a, a change. Is as good as a rest. Yeah, sometimes. change is as good as a rest. I mean, I pity that. Yeah. I hope Adem doesn't get the gig producing him because he'll he no, will no, not he'll stand for that. Oh no, he'll <laughs> stand for that. <laughs> Question four. Questions? Oh I've got God. a bonus. Two bonus questions. Okay, you. let's. In nineteen eighty-six, the singing. In nineteen eighty-six, the singing yeah. model. Uh, this singing model mm. achieved their first of number eight uh, top solo forty hits. Can you identify a female artist by the song? Touch me, touch me. I want to feel your body. Um, uh, oh, uh, model Samantha Fox. Samantha Fox is right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's on the own. Google there, Jason. <laughs> What's not <laughs> Google, Ken? He accused me of that when I was doing Pop Master. Yeah, well, there's no one there to verify you. <laughs> Don't Go get on. angry with Ken because you get angry Sorry, with Ken. Ken. Ken gets angry with you. No one likes angry Ken there, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> right, go on. Okay, last, last final, one. Final oh, question from go Ken Bruce. Which band first reached top ten in 1990 with the song The Only One I Know, then and further top ten singles with North Country Boy and One to Another? Uh, one of your Manchester bands. Oh, um, oh, that's a bit of pressure, isn't it? Mm. Stone Roses? No, these guys are not the Stone Roses. They, they pretend to be the Stone Roses. They're just pretending. What happened? Oh, they're the like, charlatans. They're charlatans. Well done, Jason. Very good. Thanks, Ken. That's Lovely right. to have you here at Family Bower. That's it. I'll see you in a couple of years. <laughs> see you at the Christmas do. Yeah. Okay. Hit me with your best fact. Woo! Fire away. Yeah, baby. <clears throat> Longest outro in radio history. Yeah, and that is a your first fact. fact. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you want to join in, all you've got to do is send us your best fact to jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. You could win yourself a Jason Manford Show mug, thanks to our pals at Disney+. Plus. Steve, what are the parameters of Parameters the are a fact that is so enticing, we want to Google it straight away. We want to know more. We don't want the old fact, although yes. sometimes if it's a really short one, that's enough. But we also yeah. want a fact that we can use in, yeah. in daily life, preferably exactly. as soon as possible. So if it's about winter or ice, or Ooh, last yeah. week it was about um, lollipops, lollipop ladies and lollipop men. Yeah, I mean, you see one of those every day if you're taking your kids to school. So we want a fact that we can use now. That's Absolutely. What we want. Absolutely. Have you used any... Um... I've used a lollipop man. I've used, we've got a lollipop yeah. man. I've used yeah, that yeah. lots of times already. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, so let's, let's fire away, see what we've got this week. Steve Tindall uh, started with Patrick Moore. Okay. Was the only man to meet the first aviator, Orville Wright, the what? first man really? in space, Yuri Gagarin, and the first man on the moon, Neil Armstrong. That is brilliant. If oh, bang! Steve! Orville Wright. I mean, the other two, other people probably done that, haven't they? Yeah, like but Yuri to meet Gagarin the first man who flew, the first yeah. man in space, and the first man on the moon. Yeah. And you're an astrologer? Yeah. And he only used a monocle on one eye, so he probably didn't see them coming in the peripheral vision all the time. No. Wow. That's pretty special. Mate, that is good, that. I'm having that. That's going to be a tough one to beat, Steve. I think it is. I really do. I do think that's tough going to be Tough one tricky. to beat. 
Scott says, when the pyramids were being built, woolly mammoths still roamed the earth. Okay, well, that, yeah. Oh, I'll take that as well, Steve. That is good. Woolly yeah. mammoths. Yeah, you could probably use them for moving Gosh. some of the bricks around, couldn't you? Yeah, that's maybe that's how they built it, and that's why we don't know how they did it. Yeah, exactly. Because they use woolly mammoths. Mm. Gosh. Mm. Also, what if we only ever found the baby ones? That's what what I often think about dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the big ones. You know what I mean? What happens to the big ones, though? They just explode and left no trace. Maybe we just not found them. (sighs) Or maybe the bones are so big, Steve. Yeah, we're on them. We're on them. Like one yeah, of the but one of the shin exactly. is the British Isles. What about that? Exactly. What about that? Hey, it's not a fact in our in our section of the show. That's a no, fact about facts. This is a new bit, which is called. Wouldn't this be a great fact? <laughs> Imagine if this was a fact. <laughs> Imagine if this was a fact. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. Perfect. I reckon we could build something on that. Maybe next week we'll play Imagine If This Is A Fact. Imagine If This Is A Fact. <laughs> but it's just random musings. Chico from Chico Time is the only man <laughs> yeah. who's met Cleopatra and no, Shakespeare. No, it would have to be time-related. He's the only man who's met Dr Emmett Brown. <laughs> the man who calls himself Big Ben and... <laughs> Be all time related, and the head of Rolex charity. Oh, yeah, that's that's a that's a radio feature waiting to happen. Yeah, Victoria, she's emailed me. She said, Jason, the location of the filming of the first known western mm-hmm. was actually Blackburn in Lancashire. Really, in eighteen ninety nine. Wow, so the first I'd... western, yeah, was filmed in Blackburn. That's right. Well, that was where that, that wasn't that fell. There was the two fellas there who had the cameras, weren't they? They did lots of stuff in mills and stuff. That's oh, right. that area, Burnley, Blackburn, I think. Was that, that r- around that time? Well, no, but they obviously, you no, know, he had the, one of the first, you know, moving cameras, you know, picture cameras. Mm. So, like, he's obviously gone, hey, let's make a film about let's it. Let's make a film. All them cowboys. Remember yeah. in America? I don't know what they look like. They wouldn't really know. No, I had, guess not. They'd have just gone, I think they wear like, like, a, like a towel across their mouth. And just making stuff just up. Make stuff up, yeah. They wouldn't know, would they, unless it's in pictures. But I don't know. I that makes not. sense. Blackburn, Lancashire, 1899, the first known Western. And I've been to Blackburn even recently. I see a friend of mine, and it's mm. very much still the Wild West mm-hmm. uh, up that way. Um, it's, uh, it, yeah, I guess I can see how that could happen. Also, it's that funny thing that you always mention when we talk about Westerns, which is when everybody went over there, and we never see this. Everybody had British accents, didn't they? They would have done, yeah. There yeah. would have been loads of British people. It would have just been like... Billy the Kid and all that. Billy, like, what well, was, wasn't it Billy the Kid's... I think he was... One of them was from like... His de- Wyatt Earp's granddad was from Warsaw, I think. So <laughs> imagine that. a funny idea, isn't it? I just don't... You know, Wyatt Earp's just walking around. Oh, nice. He's uh, going to go and kill him, the um, <laughs> sheriff. Going to get the sheriff. Going to get him. Just of Scousers and yeah. Geordies knocking about the Wild West. John hey, mate, who are you calling a gringo? Yeah. <laughs> She's a job going into the, uh, the new sheriff. She's joking, he got shot this morning. <laughs> Don't want that job. No, what, you know what I mean? No one would. Yeah. You wouldn't know. if you. But if you, yeah. like, move there to, like, the you know, the new land, you know, to frontier land or whatever. Makes sense. And somebody went, hey, got here, first day, and like, there's a job going. Sheriff, you'd go, really? It's a vacant. Oh, I'll have that job. Wouldn't you? Not knowing yeah. you're going to get shot. You wouldn't know. Probably next that. morning. I like it. Jason. 
Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. I've got to say, Steve, the standard of facts this week. People have really sort of, uh, really gone for it. It's, it's tricky. Makes it's it tricky. really tricky. We've got some absolute crackers this week. Listen to this one, Steve. This is one, two, three, four, five. This is six words, and it's a cracking fact. Ellis Cody says, Marie Curie's notebooks mm-hmm. are still radioactive. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I'll go with that. Yeah. Still? Well, it lasts you know, ages, doesn't it? No one really knows how long it lasts. But when was Marie Curie around? Was she... Early 1900s? Yeah. Just before war, wasn't it? Like between the wars, right? Nearly 100 years. Well, according to Kraftwerk, she discovered radioactivity, didn't she? Discovered by Madame Curie. So, you know, what's she doing? She's got it like, look at that, look at that. What do you think that is? That's weird, isn't it? Like in her hand and everybody's going, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Don't be waving that around, (laughs) man. Let me just put this in my book for a bit. I pop it in my book and they're like, put the book down. (laughs) So that's what's happened. (laughs) It's all. Gosh. I guess they're probably put. They're probably in a, a like a lead room somewhere. Yeah. Well, it was all nobody knew, did they? You know, it's no, of rad- course not. No one you know, I don't think we know now room. what the safe level of radiation is. I don't think no. we do know what's good no. for you, what's bad for you. James Hedgecock, crikey, that's a surname, isn't it? Yes, Wonder what his great 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 granddad was in trouble for. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of that gardener. Yeah. If he does that one more time. Yeah. I was trimming the the. <laughs> The laurel tree, the laurel bush there, was trimming away, and I thought I don't remember putting that stick there. And then, why was that? Put? Unbelievable. You're lucky I didn't have my shears on me. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. if his chickens come this side of my fence, that's probably where. <laughs> yeah, that's what that. Yeah. That'll be it. That'll be it. Uh, did you know that there are two islands which are 2.4 miles apart, but 20 hours apart? What? What? Oh, that's it as well, isn't it? Oh. We got nothing else. Say it again. Right. Two islands. There's two t- islands somewhere yeah. in the world. Yeah, they're only oh, okay. two point four miles apart. All right. Okay. So they're on a they're on a timeline or a, yeah, but a twenty day, hours. I know. Well, that's got to end somewhere, isn't it? Is it there, where? Gradually? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's somewhere that New nobody Zealand goes. way that way, like Samoa sort of way. Yeah. Just somewhere like or just in the middle of this. The if you lived on the other island, you went, hey, Dave, come over, and having a barbecue. All right, I'll be there in a minute, and then you get there like <laughs> twenty minutes later. Where you been, man? <laughs> <laughs> I've come for the barbecue. I was yesterday. <laughs> I've not even had a barbecue yet. I've not even rang you. That's tomorrow. I mean, which way is the time going? Now. I mean, I don't know. It depends which way the time's going. Oh, it's mad, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets home, hey, thanks for inviting us to that barbecue. What barbecue? What barbecue? It's the start in an hour. His wife. Where have you been? I've not gone anywhere yet. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. I want to go to these islands. I need to go there. I need to go there. <laughs> Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Uh, now, Steve, mm-hmm. this is uh, email just in. Um, <laughs> there's um, there's a new trend. I think we can call it. Oh, no. Is it a TikTok thing? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, kids. Yeah. Kids are ditching classic biscuits, Steve. Okay. Well, that's, you know, each to no, their own no. generation, isn't it? No, no, no. Wait there. Let me finish the rest of this headline. Okay. Kids are ditching classic biscuits and are dunking 
samosas in tea instead. Oh, what? All right, here we go. Sales of Brits' much-loved biscuits could be hit as a result of kids ditching the classics to enjoy a more savoury treat with their cup of tea by eating a samosa. Youngsters are shunning sweet treats with a cuppa in favour of savoury snacks like samosas. Experts say... Experts? Experts, experts Steve. <laughs> what do you do You're for not... a living? Oh, me, I'm an expert on biscuits and, uh, yeah, and kids. Experts say... Uh, the change among millennials uh, born in the 80s, nearly 90s, and Generation Z. Sure, Zers. I know, I don't think it is the 80s, people. There's no way. Um, but maybe 90s and, and onwards. Uh, Generation Zers, is it? Um, mm. uh, is being driven by cookery lessons on websites like TikTok. There it is. There, there it is. There it is. The root of all evil. <laughs> A trend for turning snacks into full meals and people aged 16 to 24 getting a taste for exotic food on holiday, like into places like India, are to blame. Give right, over. It's not that you exotic. It's a samosa. Samosa's Aldi. It's exotic. I've just been to Southeast Asia. I've got this thing called a samosa. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Got them in Little. I'm going to laugh, mate. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, buy this. Johnny Forsyth, does he sound like an he expert? Doesn't, he's made up. He's an AI Johnny name. Forsyth. <laughs> Johnny up. Forsyth. Shut up. That's not a real person. Johnny Forsyth from market researchers Mintel. <laughs> They're making this yeah, up. Mintel. It's his AI. It's Mintel. Where do you work for? Mintel. What's that short for? Don't matter. I'm Johnny Forsyth. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Hindsight, more like. <laughs> Mad. Not um, made up. Well, anyway, what he's saying is, uh, oh, yeah. Gen Z, they've got little time for the old rules of three formal meals per day. Snacks mm. won't ruin the meal. They are the meal. Uh, yeah, fine. That's all right. They want to smash the barriers and do things different, but they're still having a cup of tea, aren't they? If mm. one thing that was going to go, I thought it would be the tea, <laughs> and they'd just be tea, drinking yeah. a Red Bull instead. They've not quite mentioned the... Are they, are they dipping... Are they dipping it in the brew or are they just having it well, with would, the brew? You can't have onion you in tea and You can't dip a samosa in a brew. I, that wouldn't last very long, I don't think, as well, that sort of... Granola you know. bars and samosas are the top tea tracks, uh, snacks sorry, of uh, choice for younger generations, researchers yeah, found. granola Doct- bar, I can say that. Yeah, that makes Dr. sense. Dr Sharon Hall from the United Kingdom Tea and Infusion Association. Made up. Or Yuktia. <laughs> Uh, is what I'm calling that one. Yeah, that's yeah. made up as well. Uh, which carried out the survey, said both are probably quite filling, so maybe people are having that as a snack with their tea to fill them up. Thanks. Thank you, Dr. Sharon Hall, for, for explaining that. Explaining stomachs. <laughs> Dr. Sharon Hall's quote that she decided to go with was, both are quite probably quite, probably quite filling, so maybe people are having them maybe as, probably a, as a snack with their tea to fill them up. That sounds like she got asked on the way out of the office. Yeah, but she's also said like, "Don't hold me to it." I said probably. I said maybe. So you can't you can't cancel me over this because <laughs> yeah. I never said. Oh yeah, it's definitely that. I said it's probably a maybe. All right. Yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just making a cup of tea. Unbelievable. Some eight year old. Oh. Some scrap that. Some 8% of youngsters surveyed opt for a samosa with their tea, while 8%. no one over 65 did. Oh, I'll give it a go. It? I'm all for trying new things. But it's just, your biscuits, are just, they're last to keep, don't they? A samosa, how long does it, you got to go and get one, haven't you? Keep well, that long. yeah, my um, mother-in-law bought us a samosa maker about four years ago, and I, I laughed thinking, what a ridiculous present. Mm, well, she now knew I'm this was coming. 
You get that on eBay. You're a mint on that. I could open a tea shop, couldn't I? Yeah. A Gen Gen Z Z Z tea shop. Call it that. Z tea. I like it. I like it. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Very honoured this weekend that uh, Steve is bringing his family up to to visit us up here in Manchester. Mm. Uh, Well, stop. I mean, I live in Stockport, but. That's the that's the nearest proper city, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Manchester. That's where I'm from. Um, and I guess I guess your son's not been to Manchester before. No, no, he has. First no, time. He, well, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. No, he wouldn't have done. No, yeah. <laughs> you should know. You should really know. <laughs> he's no, like, no, I'm just trying. Yeah, to Yeah, no, he went up and did the Coronation Street tour by yeah. himself. Once. Yeah, yeah, he loved that. No, I think we went to York. We went to the train museum. I'm just trying to work out if we stopped that's in Manchester right. on the way. But we didn't. We stopped in um, nice. in Derbyshire. So yeah, no, he's he's not been. To well, Manchester, look, what a place so. to come, Steve. Well, yeah, we could we could do a tour of Manchester if you like with him. Uh, he's a bit he's a bit young for going the to suffragette sort of movement, club. Steve. That started here. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, one of the most important parts of, of British history. Yeah, um, yeah. Hacienda. We could go see the Hacienda and see what. It's not really there anymore. It's not there it's anymore. No, but yeah. Yeah. baggy culture. You know what I mean? Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the modern day boy band, Steve. That, we're famous for that, of course. What take, take that. that? We invented yeah, that. boy bands. Yeah. Are any? Um, who's from Manchester? Are there any of them? <laughs> Uh, the manager, Nigel Martin Smith. Oh, uh, Nigel Martin Smith. And he's he was the yeah. mastermind behind it. Yeah. Alan Turing, yeah. go down Alan Turing way. Everyone, yeah, everyone claims Alan Turing, don't they? I mean, he was born in in Oxfordshire, wasn't he? He wasn't. Yeah. He, I mean, the last it was the last like year of his life that he was in Manchester, and but he, not the he still worked here. He, he, well, I mean, I think if you, it's a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit darker than that. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I mean, it does. It does have a bad ending. That one. Yeah, it does a terrible ending. Awful yeah, he, ending. He, yeah, a terrible ending. Em- just, em- inventing the first computer, changing the way mm. we communicate, right here in Manchester. Uh, and you can actually see it at the Science and Industry Museum. That, that even, same computer. I thought he was from Leeds, Babbage. He's from Leeds, wasn't he? I'm getting well, confused. Well, anyway, anyway. got the oldest English-speaking library, Steve. You got the uh, you got the oldest train station, haven't you? You got the oldest train station there. Have we? Yeah, that's in uh, that's in Mosley. Liverpool Street train station. Is it really? You know I think that. it is, yeah. I'll put that on my list. Pop that on your list. Yeah. I'll what else we got? Um, mural of Marcus Rashford. I mean, I've just Googled that. It says, and, and I think this, they might kick off, Steve, because they're very oh, proud wow. of their city. Yeah. Liverpool, actually, have just... Well, it, Broad it, it, Street it, station. Uh, well, this is called Liverpool Street, isn't it, that Mozzie's on? So maybe it just went straight to Liverpool and back, and <laughs> whoever laid the last brick... <laughs> Because obviously, if you, yeah. if you build one station, you haven't built anything, have you? Really? Well, it's not going anywhere maybe until you that, do the other end. The oldest railway station that's still working. Oh, maybe. okay. It's not still working. Maybe it's part of the museum. Oh, maybe that's what it is. I, I don't want to get... I don't know. I don't know. This I don't is know. how the ship canal happened. This is exactly how this happened, because you know, yeah. I'm not getting involved. No, we don't want to... There's already enough rivalry between these cities. We don't want to add to it, no, Steve. No, 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 no. no. Um, I, there's a lot, lot to be done here. Vimto, of course. Vimto, yeah. You're, Vimto. you're struggling a bit now. That we've got we've got two of the the best football teams in the world here. Mm. Stockport County and Stockport uh, County, Maxfield Town and yeah. uh, Oldham Athletic. Yeah. Uh, Steve, the, the, the contraceptive pill. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, was yeah. developed here in Manchester, which yeah. tells I mean, you I a lot. For, I lived there for twenty years. I, mean, I know. I oh no, you did. I know. I know you did. <laughs> you're, you're just acting as an unofficial sort of guy. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just to anyone you know, listening who thinks, do you know, what? I've never been to Manchester. Socialism. The UK gay scene, the submarine, Steve. I mean Manchester splitting the, the atom. Submarine. The Guardian newspaper. 
Crikey. Oppenheimer, wasn't it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Look, stop, I'm just saying, we, we, what I'm saying is we've got a packed weekend. We have got a packed so weekend. So bring your walking boots. Okay. Oh, we're going walking as well. <laughs> Matters. Big news this week, Steve. A woman went to heaven for five years and she's come back and told us what, what, what's up there. Really? Hmm? What What'd she say? What'd she say? Was it nice? She says, a, a woman who was clinically dead for 15 minutes has vividly recounted what she saw while she was in heaven, which she says okay. felt like five years in total. Well, that's like, that's like a Stephen King book, isn't it, when they go back in time? On a journey, she discovered that she could take any form and become other people that she'd met while in heaven. In addition, she could transport herself to specific locations by just thinking about them. However, the most memorable part was the stunning visuals that she saw. Wow. wow. Um, that's when I found myself standing uh, in a field of flowers. I was observing the mountain range 30,000 times bigger than Mount Everest. Oh, that's very specific, isn't it's it? Really specific. It's really specific. I, maybe there's like an angel sort of guide. Yeah. Like oh, little... are you looking at the uh, mountains? Yeah, that's uh, thirty thousand times bigger than Mount yeah. Everest. That that's what's happening. That's lovely, there. that. Yeah, and your eyesight's better, by the way. That's why you can yeah. see it all. That's why that's fixed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she said there's a huge mountain range over in the back of wherever I was. Back of heaven. Uh, heaven, uh, and I could see buildings with skyscrapers. Uh, Dubai are like little miniature huts in comparison. Wow, it's um, massive, isn't it? I suppose massive, it's got to be, though, isn't it? Well, I guess it's got to fit everyone who's ever lived. Yeah, it's got to be massive, isn't it? Massive. I mean, there'll be some people living in them skyscrapers who, you know, they, they, they weren't even houses then. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And they've got Wi-Fi and everything. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> um, she saw lakes, I could see everything in a panoramic view. Wow. That'd be handy, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be I guess be we have got a bit of a panoramic view, but it'd be better with, like, slightly sidey eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, despite, uh, it doesn't say her name up until this moment, which is okay. weird. Because it says, despite Kramer's testimony. I'm like, Kramer? Her name's Kramer. What, like, from Seinfeld? Of Seinfeld who comes in and goes, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, I've been to heaven for I've five years. There's a, there's, a, there's a mountain range. It's bigger than Mount Everest, like 30,000 times bigger. <laughs> Have you seen Dubai? Dubai's nothing according to this place. Yeah, like little uh, huts on the side of a mountain. <laughs> Okay. Well, there you makes go. Sense. Oh, it makes sense now. Um, uh, cosmologist and psychics, physics, sorry, not psychics. Sorry. It's, like, it's one of the words when you look, look at it. Yeah. I know. I was about to say professor, and I thought, you can't be a psychic professor. No. Uh, cosmologist and physics professor Sean Carroll at the California Institute of Technology said in 2018 the laws of physics underlying everyday life are completely understood. Claims that some form of consciousness persists after our bodies die and decay into their constituent atoms face one huge insuperable obstacle. Mm. He likes a big word. And there's no way within those laws to allow for that information stored in our brains to persist after we die. Mm. All right, Sean. Oh, he's ruined it. Blimey. Come on, mate. Look, Kramer's been to heaven. There's massive mountains there. It's like a little Dubai. Yeah. What's wrong with this guy? All right, you're a scientist and you don't believe in heaven, but let, if what other is he people want to... in fun spongery? What yeah. is he? If other people want to believe in heaven, let them believe in heaven. Oh, come on, mate. I've got... I'm, I'm saying I've got my fingers crossed. Mm. I wouldn't say a hundred percent either way, but I also don't want to get up there because you don't know what sort of you know you read things about there being, being a vengeful God and, and all that sort of stuff. Mm, I don't want to yeah. get up there and him go, "Did you believe in it?" Uh, and I go, oh, "I didn't really." He's right. 
out. Yeah. That could, and and the stairs know. just like like an just old Keaton film. They just go. Yeah. They just turn to a yeah. slope, and you slide straight down into hell. And then you go. And then you get there, and you go. Well, hang on. If I didn't believe in that, I didn't believe in this either. And he goes, "Ah, oh, no, you got me. Get out." Yeah. yeah. Or the devil's like, like yeah. "I'm less picky. <laughs> Come on in. Yeah. Come on yeah. in. Now get oh. back on your heads. Tea breaks what? over." <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if the hell is just like cleaning the windows of those skyscrapers in heaven? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because yeah, they might have. Because yeah, people got clean bills, up. haven't they? That doesn't sound like fun, does it? So somebody's no. got to do all the dirty work in heaven, haven't they? Tasks, yeah. Maybe that's what the job is. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Oh, yeah. Been a while. Been a while. Been a while. I like it. I like it. Well, Steve, look, slightly different this week, the bin chat. We've not done it for a while, but I actually need two new bins. What's happened? One's gone missing and one's split right down the side. How's that happened? The amount This is a wheelie bin, isn't it? Yeah, wheelie bins. Split. Split, Steve. You've never seen anything like it. What have you been have you been jumping on it trying to get more stuff in after well, Christmas? Well, there might have been an element of that, to be honest. Because <laughs> uh, you put on all that extra weight for that film, so that one you, <laughs> you got away with it before, but not anymore. No, exactly. Yeah, so I need um I'm just checking actually with my with my wife what I need. I need a brown and a green bin. Here's the thing you need to do, because I have done mm. this before. I've bought one. Right. And just make sure you've definitely got the size right. Because I bought one, it was oh. too small. I bought one, it was miles too big. I was like, oh, well, what size is this one then? Yeah. So make sure you've definitely got the whatever litres it is or whatever Well, it Steve, is. I'm actually on the Stockport Council website now, and okay. I thought what I'd do is I'd order the bin live on the radio. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's exciting, isn't it? This is exciting. So we can all do this together. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Right? right. Um, so you can use this form to order yeah. a new bin if they're lost or have been stolen. Well, one has gone gone missing, damaged. That that's the thing. So you've got you've got lost and stolen and damaged. You've got two. It's you've funny got here. Two based, forms. <laughs> no, but this is this is the reason you're allowed to order a new recycling bin. Um, it says you can only order a new recycling bin if they're lost or have been stolen, they're damaged, or you need more space. I can't think of any other reasons why you would have yeah. one. Like like somebody what? could graffiti something bad on it, and oh, you want, see, yeah, you know, you might go. I don't want that. What damage that would be? Right, let me yeah. put my postcode in. So. Find me, yeah. find me address. Uh, that's okay. me. I don't want to give away where I You're am. You're right. This is exciting, isn't it? Right. <laughs> the cost of each bin is fifteen pound. You can order more that's than one good. type of bin. That's all right. I think it's right. about fifty quid when I order online. That's good. Well, I need a brown one because yeah. my brown bin is lost or was stolen, mm. and I need a new green one because it was split down the side. Mm. I'll just say damaged. I'll just say damaged. Yeah. Uh, and then I put my name in. Mm-hmm. Jason Manford, right? Yep. Here we go. Email address bigwillystyler at hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I never got it changed since I was at school. <laughs> so I'll pop that in there. Um, and you need to pay £30. Put yeah. my credit card details in. Yeah. 4572. <laughs> I, won't, I won't tell everybody. Stop, I'll stop there. I don't need the rest there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Check out now. Yeah. Oh, this is very fun. Our servers are currently down. <laughs> yeah. Very high traffic. Oh, there we go. Oh, maybe I've, should I put on my credit card? No. Do you know what? I'm going to just go debit. Well, we're talking about it on the radio, so this is tax deductible, isn't it? This is part of your, <laughs> part of your, 
your Uber, isn't it? You, you yeah, know. I think so. I think I can force yeah. this past. If you can do five minutes on this on your next tour, I mean, totally. Good luck, but I mean, if you can, if you can get five minutes, out mate, of it. I managed to just get four minutes out of it on the radio. Yeah, well, what have you got? Have you got time out of it? You, yeah, you, I, I can't argue with the minutes. <laughs> I can argue with the quality. That's not a phrase I've ever heard. Never mind the quality. Look at the minutes. It's, qu- it's quantity, not quality. Look at the time we've wasted. <laughs> Never mind being entertained. Just think of the hours of your life that have just drifted there through your go. fingers. Look at there that. we go. Absolutely smashed that. Oh, crikey, oh, that was that quick. straight away. <laughs> My goodness. I may got some bins outside for you. <laughs> In the fast bad. round here, I tell hey, you. Good stop what council. Do not mess about. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, I better go see who that is. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Now, Steve, I mentioned uh, just before the news that I uh that I'd um had a couple of children's parties last week. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I had my daughter's twelve-year-old. Uh, oh, hold on one second. Just hello, breakfast. Hello, thank you. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Cheers. Sorry, it's just a booking for my um, photo booth. <laughs> my man in the <laughs> man in the office now. Wednesday <laughs> the eleventh. Okay, brilliant. No drinks allowed in the photo booth. Okay, thank you very much. Bye bye. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I had the children's one on the uh, the twelve year old one on the on the Friday, and then on the Saturday it was my t- time for my uh, eight year olds. Right? right, and hers was fine. That was just a little sleep. I say a little sleepover with six of her pals. Okay, um, right. it was a bit chaotic. Just throw a load of you know uh, mattresses down and stuff like that. But that was lovely. That was fine as well. But this is what happened, right? So, Steve, there was a moment where um, on the Sunday we're all recovering. And my kids were around, um, and I was showing them. We were sort of looking at sort of silly. Me and my big, my big girls uh, were looking at. They were showing me some scary pictures or something that they'd mm. seen online or something, just in a sort of funny way. Oh, there's a ghost in the background there, and yeah, there's a, yeah, yeah. you know those sort of things. And I was like, oh, I used to love this. Mm. I said, there's actually, and I, and you don't know if you remember this. There was a video. It was one of the very first viral things, yeah. and it's and it's a video. If you type in like ghost car advert. Oh, yeah, I do remember that, yeah. Do you remember yeah. it? It was just like and, a car driving for a while, wasn't it? All yeah. sort of serene and tranquil, yes. and then a big ghost just popped up at the end and screamed in your face. Exactly that, that yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly that. And it's horrible. Like, it's a it's yeah. proper horrible looking, and it's proper screams, ah, in your face. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I'll get them on this. Because they've, you know, they've watched Stranger Things and all that, so it's yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Um, so I play the video, and... Uh, and and it's and it does go fine for them. Oh, it does go fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're absolutely right. fine. They laugh about it. They they thought it was funny. What I didn't realise, Steve, and until I heard the scream oh. from behind me, was my four-year-old was also watching oh, no. over my shoulder. Oh, they get everywhere, don't they? I no thought ones. he was somewhere else. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, Steve, honestly, I fe- I felt horrendous. I mean, talk yeah. about parenting parenting yeah. fails. It was. I mean, he's lit. He's literally been in our bed for the rest of the week. That's well. He's never going to leave now, so he's about sixteen. That's I think you're not wrong. I mean, I think I do think he's milking it a bit now. If I'm honest, yeah. Um, I know, but yeah. But you know, for, for the first few days, I just felt so bad. I was just like, I just had to hold him. 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. I'm really sorry. Oh, like proper, proper oh, no, that's... Uh, parenting fail, that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, all I needed to do was look. I know, but you did, you, you know, you've, you've partially worried about the, the older girls. That look at their reaction. You're not thinking. I was just thinking this will be a laugh, one behind Steve. You. I mean, you just done panto. You should, you should have known that he's behind you. <laughs> I know my three weeks training. I mean, did you learn nothing? <laughs> did you learn anything? <laughs> did you learn nothing from Panto? Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh no, you didn't. <laughs> oh well, I did feel awful to be honest. Yeah. And then, so I've been at home. I'm, always, I'm, I'm I've only away this one this one night for the whole mm. of. Um, for the whole of uh, January, hmm. and um, and then last night I got a message about half nine, oh. and it was a little video from my uh, wife and little boy who's in my bed, and yeah. they're just to add to the guilt of being away for one yeah. night. He's, he says this. Listen to this. Okay. What do you need to tell him? Mm. I need you to come back. Why do you need Daddy to come back? Because every time um you're back and I cuddle you, um I don't have bad dreams. Oh god! Oh, oh Steve, my heart just exploded. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! What have you done? What have you created? Well, do, do you know what? What you've created there is somebody who wants to be cuddled all the time, and I'm fine with that. I'm sort of fine with that as well. My son's like. Hey, let's get in this bed and have a cuddle. I'm like, yeah, come on then. I don't care. Yeah, I've got to say, I don't discourage it as much as I did with my uh, older ones. No, I don't discourage it at all. I no. absolutely love a cuddle, but yeah. Also, you know what, Steve? It's a bit... There's no 14-year-old <laughs> still getting in your no, bed, exactly. is it? <clears throat> he won't, he, there'll be a point when he'll go, he won't want to do it. Yeah. But my son's starting to wane a bit now. He's thinking, right. oh, I'll stay in my own room playing my toys, sucking and sweep and all that. So I might show him that video <laughs> and then get him, get him back in there. I'm not. I don't know. I don't. I can't. I can't condone that. I'm going to. Thanks I'm for just the tip. Say. <laughs> Sandra Maxine uh, says, "My son fell off a gate and complained of a sore arm. I poo-pooed it, put him to bed. In the night, I went in and poked it. He cried out in his sleep. Best taken to A and E. Yeah, it was broke. Also, oh. I'm a nurse. Oh no! <laughs> wow! Wow! That's bad, isn't it? That is. She... Bad. I had that though when I was a kid. Do you think as a nurse she's she's prone to like people going, I've broken exactly it? She's like, whatever, that. you've not broken it. That's just, exactly right. She just says it without even checking. Yeah, my mum's a nurse, and yeah. so we got nothing, nothing. And there no, was one time all. I fell, I was at home, and I was I was out and about, and I fell, Steve, because when we first moved into our, our council estate, they were still mm. building the other side. Right, right. So obviously that's just a Pla- big playground. A massive playground, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So at night when the builders go out, go out, you you go and have a little play. And I fell, Steve. I don't know how I recovered from this, to be honest. I fell, and um, uh, a nail was sticking out of a oh. a piece of uh, two by two, and I um, uh, uh, two before, and I fell on it, and it went into my knee. Ooh, like right in like my under knee. the kneecap, up in. I above. don't re- I, I mean, knee. I, the Just shock knee. of it, because yeah. I stood up and it was stuck to my leg, <laughs> and my mates had to pull it out. <laughs> it's making me cringe now. 
Yeah. Your mates had to pull it out. So, you, so you went back to home with that, and then what <laughs> did your mum say? And yeah. she said, "Don't be silly. You'll be all right. It's, only, it's fine. It's a little it's scratch." A, it's a, well, hang on, but you can't finish it's that sentence, bleeding. mom. Shut up! It's only a nail. It's only a nail in your knee. <laughs> finish well, that she sentence. She never saw that. She's no. just like, "It's just a scratch. You'll be all right." And then, yeah. but she said years later, she said it was only when um, they were looking out the window and they could still see me limping. Even though yeah. I was away from grown-ups, they were like, "Oh, well, hang on, he's still doing it." That that <laughs> that must be something. If he's he's still he's still limping, because <laughs> I, I was sort of one of those kids who, you know, what I mean, like I had a bit, I had a tick, I had a, yeah. you know, I, I was I was deaf for a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I was one of those kids who just like yeah. made things up. I think. Mm. Um, so you know, I think there's uh, it was a bit of boy and cry wolf there as, as well. A little bit. Of that, In yeah. fairness to them. <laughs> Claire Kempster says, I asked my then seven-year-old to take his baby brother's plate into the kitchen. He went to school and told them that he was a carer for his brother because I couldn't cope while my husband was at work. I had a lovely welfare call from the school to see if I needed any help. I I see, yeah, kids, they pick on something, don't they? (laughs) I've seen that happen a lot of times. Yeah. You know, people draw a picture of their mum and they've got a glass of wine in their hand or they're having a sleep. (laughs) Mummy sleeps after she has her wine and all that, you know. I know. They will drop you in it. They will absolutely drop you in it. Debbie Cook says, "Uh, when my son was in reception class, my auntie made him a beautiful fleecy dinosaur hat with spiky bits and a tail. Oh, nice. Nice, I wrote his name inside it with marker pen. Went to pick him up the following day from school and his teacher asked me to come in and get him as she needed a word. She said he had a very traumatic day and he was very upset. She then took his hat off to show me his name tattooed on his forehead. Forehead backwards. Oh, no. Who knew that marker pen would transfer in the rain? No, that's... Oh, oh no. he's got his name backwards on his exactly. forehead. But when he looks in the mirror, it's the right way around. Exactly. That's the thing, isn't it? I'd say that's... Oh, up to now, I'm going to say that's not It's not your fault, that, Debbie. That's no, not, that's, that's a, no, that's not a sax. Genuinely. You've done a lovely like, thing. Yeah, made, the, like, made the dinosaur hat. Exactly. It's a nice thing. It's a nice thing. Cathy uh, Gibson, when my son was 18 months old, he woke up while we were watching TV, so his dad went upstairs to get him. I hid in a Mickey Mouse Wendy house that was set up in our living room. What, I mean, are, you what are you doing? He's 18 <laughs> already. months. Already. <laughs> oh, my God. Already. What are you doing? <laughs> it's that moment, isn't How it, on the big sofa? Are you hiding inside a Wendy house? Yeah, it must have been a big one. Okay, go on. But, like... At what point on the sofa did you think, hey, this will be funny? So even the husband doesn't know about this. Even he's, the husband doesn't know. Steve. He's not in on this. He's My just son. come downstairs with an 18-month-old baby. <laughs> oh, I must have nipped out somewhere. And then what happened? Well, there's a, I think there's another boy knocking around here because my son got off his dad's knee. Oh, no, it's the 18-month-old. My son got off his dad's knee... Uh, went over and opened the door to the Wendy house. I made a big raw sound as he entered. That's when I achieved the double scream and silent treatment for about three days off both of them. Well, I mean, I think rightly so. He was terrified of that house for months. Was the raw, was it meant for the, the husband? Well, no, because it, it's, it's when the son's toddled no, over I know, I know, and opened think... it, she's gone, raw! I know, that was never going to end well. No. No, no. Kids don't. They don't take it well at that age. Well, no. at any age, but particularly at that age when they can't differentiate between what's real. But also, you've gone from you've gone from not being scared at all to be, to, to quite an high terror level. 
<laughs> you know, exactly. jumping like a, a fully grown human screaming from the darkness of yeah. Disney players. And your mum as well, the person that you've been like nurtured by. The fed one person by. you think you can trust. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The one person in the in your favourite part of the living room. Yeah, and you're in your little toy house. Yeah, no, they messed up there, kid. <laughs> Samantha Henshaw uh, says my son had a very wobbly tooth. He ended up swallowing it with his food. I, I joked, yeah, be careful it doesn't bite your bum on the way out. Mm-hmm. Good joke. He refused to go to the toilet for days. Yeah, that's the thing. They you do don't want to get bitten on the bum serious. on the way out, do you? Yeah. My, um, I remember, weirdly, that gives me a flashback of my brother Stephen mm. um, being te- terrified of uh, sharks. I mean, we all are, don't get me wrong. Mm. Um, but it was because um, my dad had told him that they can come up through the toilet <laughs> and they can bite you, like, bite your bum. They can't, I mean, they have to be quite small, though, to go around that. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean that's, that's my brother being an idiot there as well, because the sharks yeah. are massive. They can't jump as well, sharks, can they? And even if they jump so, a bit, Steve. they can't jump. If you think about the height from the bottom to the bottom of the pan, that's that's a it's length of the body lot, of, of the type of shark they could get through that U bend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a salmon would struggle. Yeah, I know what you're saying. There's also, but then again, did you read? Uh, do you remember that last year where there was um, a walking shark uh, caught on? Camera? Oh yeah, remember that. Yeah, I'd forgotten it. I'd, 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 I had I'd, as well. It ran, it ran at you, didn't it? Yeah, it was like a stuff of nightmares. I think we might, we might have added that. Steve. <laughs> the running bit, the running bit. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, the young um, epaulette shark is able to walk. But and this is the bit in and out of water, Steve. Yeah, so you could just using paddle-shaped out, fins. Knit your fish and chips. Get back in the water. Yeah, you think your seagull's the worst thing you could do. Yeah, nothing compared to a running shark. It can endure two hours without oxygen. So it can, like, it can get well inland. Yeah, it'd just be sat. I can imagine it sat in a cocktail bar, like a sort of coup d'etat, really sort of bougie one, you know what I mean? Like like a DJ, just having a martini, and then just looking at his watch going, oh, 155, I'll see you later. I'll be back in about 10 minutes. And then jumping back in the water. I can imagine if you got two hours Absolutely out of the water, you'd really terrifying. enjoy the the land, you know, gifts, wouldn't you? Yeah, you think so. I guess it'd be a bit like us going for a swim. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like going breath. for a walk. If you could hold your breath for two hours. You'd be like, you'd have a lovely time down there, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. You have a great time. So that's that's an extra thing to be terrified of in this world: walking sharks that can get out. Because imagine it's like swam after you in the water. And then you Think get out for yeah. safety. <laughs> what are you going to do now, idiot? <laughs> what you, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Come here! What? <laughs> I just got out running for about 10 minutes, then you're out of oxygen. No, no, I'm good for two hours, me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Apple smartwatch on with a timer. <laughs> a full 20k you've got, you've got to run for. <laughs> Nikki McPherson says, I sent my daughter a text late at night saying I, ador- I adored her. <laughs> it, it auto-corrected to adopted. <laughs> oh, no. I adopted wow. her. Wow. I adopted oh, no. you. <laughs> night. Two kisses. <laughs> Just lying there awake, staring at the ceiling all night. Oh, no. Oh, that's an awkward chat at breakfast, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Azil Taylor. I took my baby, now 14, to a posh shoe shop 
uh, with mm. a wooden floor. A huge puddle appeared on the floor, so we all thought the roof was leaking. Everyone mm. was looking up, trying to work out where it was leaking. Turns out I'd forgot to put his nappy on. Oh. Oh, I you mean, know you know, I'll let that go. That's you know, I mean, baby brain, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it is one of the first, you know, it's the first done. thing you do, isn't it? I mean, you can't, I don't yeah. know how you can forget that. No. You're putting the clothes on. When you put the clothes on and, they, and they're like, this is a bit baggy. Yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jody Batch says, I got a mystery can of drink in a review box I had over the holidays. Tried okay. a little and it tasted like sparkling water, so I let my 14, 12 and 8-year-olds drink the rest. Oh, what was that? Only when I peeled the label off to reveal the drink did I see that it was indeed sparkling water with vodka. Oh, wow. All holiday they kept asking for more. I bet they did. I bet this is, yeah. Mum, uh, shut out. up. <laughs> I love you. I love you. You're adopted. <laughs> what? Is that shout walking? <laughs> <laughs> Zoe Costello says, My little boy was almost two and we were getting ready for bed. So I started brushing his teeth and he was reluctantly going along. He was pulling a face like he didn't like it, but mm. we carried on, as you do. Oh. Turns out I'd brushed his teeth with Savlon instead oh. of toothpaste. <laughs> oh, no, that, that I mean, it's a, oh, no, that's awful, isn't it? Oh, imagine that. Oh, that's, no. hey, that's not even the worst of it. Rachel oh. Adams says, I once brushed my toddler's teeth with Anusol. Oh. We all make mistakes. Uh, Cheryl Scougal says, My husband on a beach trip went and got our daughters, then eight and three, mm. uh, what looked like cheap calippos. Realised after they finished them, they were alcoholic. The little one <laughs> fell in the sea fully clothed shortly after. Yes. I'm pretty sure that the was little not a coincidence. <laughs> the little one <laughs> fell in the sea fully clothed. Yeah. Oh, gosh. This, this, yeah. We're like not condoning these, by the way. We're not, no, no. We're saying no. these are terrible things. Yeah, we are, yeah. But some of it's I mean... Crikey, wow. O'Reilly. Got to yeah. make sure everything is Well, kosher. yeah, pinned down, not got alcohol in it. I mean, Don't even if Wendy you just... Don't Yeah, just... If you're abroad, just learn the... Um, whatever the mm. local language is for alcohol and non-alcoholic. Exactly. That's, I would say, is a, is a basic requirement of parenting when on, when on holiday. Um, although saying that, actually, it just reminded me. We went to Tenerife uh, last January. Then we get to the hotel, and um, and I'd I just booked a just a reg, you know just a regular room, mm. um, not just a normal room, sea facing normal room, and it was quite a, a nice hotel. So it was one of them where you know the you think oh maybe I'll have a look at the deluxe room and, and the price jumps up and you go yeah whatever yeah, it's only a bed yeah. and a shower in it. Yeah. So we just had the normal room. Anyway, we get into reception and the guy's checking us in and he says, oh, do you want some drinks? And we were like, yeah, I'd love to, love some actually. So got me and uh, Luce uh, a couple of cocktails yeah, and then some mocktails for the for the little two. Obviously, yeah. Uh, at the time, yeah. Came over, drinking away. And it's only when I finished my drink, I thought, and I don't really drink, do I? So I, I was a bit like, I didn't really taste alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. And then I look at Lucy's had not even drank hers. The kids have drank half theirs. Yeah. I just leant over and just had a little smell. And it was, they'd got them the wrong way around. Oh, so you and Lucy had had a, a We'd mocktail. had the mocktails and the kids had, had half drunk. How can they make that mistake when they're popping them down? I know. Anyway, I, I said it to the manager. Uh, he was horrified, mm. as you could imagine. 
And then the waiter came over all apologetic. I was like, oh, it's just, I was quite, even though my kids had just drank alcohol, I was yeah. quite like, oh, don't worry, you know, it's a genuine mistake. Yeah. We got upgraded, By the way, my daughter Steve. wants to arm wrestle you. <laughs> we got upgraded. Did you? Yes. Oh, that's a good we got We got a decent room after that, let me tell you. Oh, they couldn't do, they couldn't do enough for us. <laughs> they couldn't do enough for us. A week later, they were still... Just, just everything checking okay in, are you back home now? Just checking everything's all right. Oh, it's great. So it was almost worth our kids getting a bit mm. hammered. Oh, yeah, everyone's <laughs> had a lovely time. We had a great time. Two days hangover and they were fine by the Wednesday. Yeah, they needed the bigger room to sleep it off, didn't they? Jason. 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 Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where real music matters.